Thanks for listening to the news live on WBEZ and NPR. The WBEZ stream sounds great in the kitchen on your smart speaker and anywhere on the WBEZ app. Listen every day. Good morning. I'm Adora Namigadde, and this is The Rundown. The Chicago City Council is weighing new regulations for dollar stores. Older persons say too many chain dollar stores have opened up in Chicago, and they complain the stores aren't being kept up, and that they're squeezing out shops that might have better offerings, like fresh food, for example. Here's older person Matt O'Shea. Drive past any of these locations on any given day, and you will see overflowing dumpsters, garbage and litter throughout the parking lots, broken fences. A proposed ordinance would bar new dollar stores from opening within a mile of a store owned by the same company. But the Illinois Hispanic Chamber of Commerce's Adrian Rodriguez worries the rules will end up limiting retail options. This measure will force hardworking family residents to travel much farther for household products. The regulations must still be approved by the full city council. A Cook County state's attorney candidate is calling on his Democratic primary opponent to return a campaign donation from a former prosecutor tied to alleged torture. In 1982, Assistant State's Attorney Lawrence Hyman took confessions from murder suspects, and those suspects were allegedly tortured by now-deceased Chicago Police Commander John Burge. Hyman acknowledged that he failed to ask the suspects whether police had coerced the confessions. For years, Hyman has invoked his Fifth Amendment right to remain silent about the case. But last month, Eileen O'Neill Burke accepted a $1,000 donation from him for her state's attorney campaign. Her primary opponent, Clayton Harris III, says she should give it back. O'Neill Burke's campaign says Harris should stop attacking her associations and start talking about how he would address violent crime. It's been 51 years since the U.S. Supreme Court granted nationwide abortion access, and anti-abortion advocates say that a lot has changed since then. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says the anniversary is bittersweet as the state continues to welcome out-of-state patients seeking abortions. A report from the Society of Family Planning found that Illinois had the highest surge in abortions in the year following that decision. My colleague Mawa Iqbal also heard from Eric Scheidler, whose father Joe was considered the godfather of the anti-abortion movement. Scheidler is now the executive director of the Illinois-based Pro-Life Action League. He says in the 1970s, there was a lot of energy around organizing against the Roe versus Wade decision. You know, we still hold protests and rallies and things like that, moments like that throughout the calendar. But our our focus is much more on day to day trying to help women who are being you know drawn towards abortion or pushed towards abortion. Scheidler says his group is working with state lawmakers to make coercing someone to get an abortion a criminal offense. And as the 2024 election season gets underway, Pritzker says abortion access will be one of the top issues. A Great Lakes advocacy organization is asking that fish companies commit to using up every part of every commercially caught fish by 2025. 21 companies in the Midwest have signed on. On average, only 40% of a fish that's caught and sold in the Great Lakes actually makes it to the market. That remaining 60% is thrown out. Advocates like David Naftsker with Great Lakes St. Lawrence Governors and Premiers says that's leaving money on the table. We started with fish leather and the response has been terrific. He says there are all kinds of uses for the fish, like medical bandages, collagen supplements and liver oil. He says the additional products could help drive rural economies that rely already on fishing. Something else you should know today. A man suspected of shooting and killing eight people in a local suburb fatally shot himself after police confronted him at a gas station in Texas. 
Police and Juliet said on Facebook late Monday that at about 8.30 p.m., Romeo Nance was located by U.S. Marshals near Natalia, Texas. And after the confrontation, Nance shot himself. Police in Will County in the city of Joliet previously said they did not know the motive for the killings, but that Nance knew the victims. And today's weather, there's a winter weather advisory until 9 o'clock this morning. Untreated roads and sidewalks may be completely covered in ice, and roads in general are going to be slippery. Today's high is in the mid-30s, and tomorrow's high is 39 degrees. That's all for now. Later today... The Chicago show calendar is a list of nearly every live music event in Chicago on any given night. It's a massive undertaking, and the creator of the site tells us how she does it every week. I have a list of around 120 venue websites or, you know, whatever it is, the place that they show their list of shows. I do it Tuesday nights after work. I go to all the venue websites. I write it down on my notes app, which is really like, there's definitely a better way I could do it. But that's what I do. Caroline Patton, creator of the ChicagoShowCalendar.com. That conversation right here at 1 o'clock. I'm Adora Namigad Day. Thanks for listening.